The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus went up the mountain and summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, that they might be with him, and he might send them forth to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, whom he named Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, whom he named Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanian, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. <coughs> yeah, the gospel passage that we have before us today, uh, perhaps it... It seems a little bit simplistic because it, we really just get the names of, uh, of the 12 apostles. We hear that Jesus has chosen them. He's named them for the first time. And so perhaps we think, okay, this is great. We, we know who the 12 apostles are, but it doesn't really move the story forward at all. And um, there's not much to get from this gospel passage. But this is, in fact, a very exciting gospel passage because if we have ears to hear what Jesus is doing, He's forming a new people of Israel around himself. This is why he chooses 12. Anybody who sees that he's naming 12 people would, say, would see that he is making this new people of Israel. He's reshaping and renewing the people of Israel around himself with him at the center. And he's doing it through these people that he's named apostles. And we hear that these are in, at the beginning of the, apostle, in the beginning of the passage that he chooses them that he might send them forth to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. We've seen up in the Gospel of Mark up to this point that Jesus has been doing that same sort of thing. And now these apostles, these people called to him, chosen from among the disciples, they share in that mission. Jesus is not simply bringing them along for the ride, but now he's commissioning them to go out and to advance his mission of renewing and restoring the people of Israel. And through Israel, the rest of the world. And so this is this gospel passage is really supposed to have us on edge, excited for what comes next, to see that Jesus is going to continue his work of renewal through and see if if in fact his power does is at work in these people, in these people that are called by name. It's not insignificant that we have their names, even though some of them we don't know much about, other than that they have been they were called apostles. They were called by Jesus to preach the good news that God is king, that he's bringing restoration to his people Israel, and he's bringing that restoration to the rest of the world through Israel. And this is significant for us because we're here today, we're here as a community today because we are summoned by Jesus, not simply as a community, as a community, yes, but also called by name. Each and every one of us 
has been called by name, by Jesus, to be here to reflect his rule, his work of renewal into the rest of the world. We are called, we're called by name, and we're sent. We are sent. We are, we are to continue through our lives the apostolate of preaching the kingdom of God. And now I say that, and perhaps we might think, okay, the priest is going to say that, of course, because his job is to preach the gospel. That's not really anybody else's job. We just want, we just want, to, we're, we just want to get through this. But instead, no, this is, in fact, an exciting call for our lives as well. Each and every one of us, it's not just the priestly thing to do. It is as the people of God, as the people who have been called by Jesus to be priest, prophet, and king, the people who gather up the praises of all of creation and offer them back to God and reflect God's loving rule into the world and speak forth the good news of the gospel into the world. That is the call on each and every one of us. But we're not able to do that if we don't recognize we can't do any of that. We can't do anything for God without first realizing what the foundation is. The foundation that we see at the, at the beginning of the Gospel of Mark, it's founded on the love that God has shed upon us, that we are his, uh, this, is, this is one of the reasons why I miss hearing Father Daniel's preaching with, uh, with some regularity, because I miss some of the great things that he says, but he was saying yesterday to the people that we are, the word spoken to Jesus at his baptism in the Gospel of Mark, you are my beloved son and you I am well pleased. We, those words are spoken to us. We are God's dear, dear children in whom he delights. Without, being founded, without having a, found, a clear foundation on that identity, without realizing that we are loved and forgiven by God, we cannot accept the good news of the gospel and we cannot preach it to those around us. But when we know that we have a love that is not going to fail us, that is going to sustain us for the work that we do for Christ Jesus, then we're going to be able to do great things. Because God has called us to this. We are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image and likeness of God. And so do you think that God, the God of all the universe, wants anything less than greatness for our lives? No, he wants us to be saints. He wants us to be great. If we think living a life for God sounds boring, then we're missing the point. If you want a boring life, stay, stay attached to sin. But if you want an exciting life, if you want a life that is full of purpose, that is filled with excitement, with joy, bring everything to Jesus. Let him enter into your heart. Let him share the love of God the Father that he, that he knew intimately. Let him breathe that into your heart and let that love fill you with life so that you're able to realize that you are called and loved and known intimately by God and that he has called you to greatness to preach the good news of the kingdom of God and to be part of God's mission to bring salvation to all the world.